is in the know for Monday, October 23, the 296th day of 2023. There are 69 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook. On YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, the country. Look back on a big weekend, that and a whole lot more coming up today here on in the know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. She's Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. You got a collector's item sweatshirt on there. Yes, I do. Um, everything is satisfactual is yeah. a uh, from Splash Mountain at Disney's Magic Kingdom, which mm-hmm. is no longer. I know. So they're not making those anymore. So you're going to have to put that one. Uh, I am so glad we worked hard for the sweatshirt. <laughs> we did hard we, work hard we for we that did, sweatshirt. Didn't we? Didn't we? Yes. Now, uh, Halloween, a week from tomorrow, mm-hmm. it is no secret that trick-or-treaters want Reese's peanut butter cups the most. But do you know what that's followed by? Twix? M&M's at okay. two, hot tamales, then Skittles, then Sour Patch Kids, then Starburst, then Hershey's Kisses, then Candy Corn. What? Then I don't know about that. Hershey's Mini Bars, you know, the mini Hershey's, uh-huh. and then Snickers. There is something about the snack size Snickers at Halloween. I don't yes. really think about Snickers throughout the year. I love Snickers. but I, I like them, but I don't think about them in June. Or in February, but I think of them in in October for whatever reason. Snickers ice cream is really oh, good. Snickers ice cream yeah. is good. Oh, you're, you're talking trash over there. <laughs> He's the five-time winner of the Covet of Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Harnett. He's Sam Gormley. And the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm curious where where uh, where do you come down on Snickers? You pro Snickers, anti Snickers? Are, are people anti Snickers? There are probably some who don't like peanuts. Well, I guess that's more or, of or nougat. Uh, yeah, well, most people that don't like peanuts are because it's an allergy. I would assume. Were but. you surprised candy corn was in that list? Uh, I, I, I'll be honest. I was responding to an email, okay. so I was. So you weren't really paying any <laughs> no, attention. I I know that I, it's not like I am. Asked to talk about it because my microphone isn't turned on until you introduce me. So it's not like I, I always am locked in. Well, you don't get to you don't get to butt in. No, it's like you, <laughs> correct. It's, so I, I I know better than to. I mean, yeah. So a week or so ago, I was trying to suss out whether you're an optimist or a pessimist, and you figured out a way to plead Switzerland and just be neutral. Which if I, I am. if I were to say to you, I have good news and I have bad news. Which are you choosing first? Uh, depends on the day. <laughs> okay, so it's probably Monday. bad news first. You want the bad news first because at least there's some way to salve it over. That's um, new research reveals that the vast majority of people prefer to receive the bad news first, and then a lot of people will say, "Okay, so what's the good news?" And you say, "I was lying. There was no good news. It was all bad news." But <laughs> mm. I try not to do try not to do that to you. Get ready for a warmer day in portions of our region. Not in the Grayson County area, not in Breckenridge County. And uh, there was another neighboring county also that was in the wave coverage area that were not under a frost advisory. 
we were able to dodge that this morning. But if you got off into Jefferson County, into southern Indiana, they did have a frost advisory until just a few minutes ago. We're going to see a warming trend. We'll see highs in the 70s for most of the week. The highs will hovers, hover in the 70s throughout the rest of the week. We'll have a high pressure holding off a front to the west till the end of the week, and rain chances will look to pick up later in the weekend, even some on Friday, but increasingly more as we go into next week. Halloween looks wet right now, by the way, so uh, just be prepared. But we may touch nearly 80 degrees on Wednesday and Thursday. 72 today, 76 tomorrow, and overnight lows 52 tonight, but only 58 tomorrow night, and lows in the 60s for the next four days. So not until Tuesday do we have, Monday night, do we have a low, uh, which will be early Tuesday morning, do we have a low back in the 40s? There's Sunday night's low is going to be 65. The next night's low will be 20 degrees cooler. So big swing, Mm -hmm. but still our numbers don't start with a three until Halloween night in the overnight hours. So there you go. It's what your weather outlook looks like. Uh, The weekend, of course, allows for more coverage, more information coming out of the Middle East and the Gaza Strip. We did see where the first relief supplies have been passing through the Rafah Gate on Friday that the United Nations were had some control measures to make sure that the humanitarian aid was getting to the places that it needed to get to. The greatest fear was they would send it in through Egypt and then Hamas would just take it and it wouldn't do any good for the people of the Gaza Strip. Now, a second convoy of aid, destined for desperate uh, Palestinian civilians, got to Gaza yesterday. For days, Israel has been on the verge of launching a ground offensive following Hamas's brutal October 7 rampage. And you also saw yesterday where uh, Secretary Blinken and Secretary Austin were making the rounds on the Sunday talks you know, the face of the nations, the meet the presses of the world, and kind of giving some idea of where our nation stands. They both said that the United States expects the Israel-Hamas war to escalate through involvement by proxies of Iran, and they asserted that the Biden administration is prepared to respond if American personnel or armed forces become the target of any such hostilities. Uh, also, President Biden repeatedly has used the word, he's used one word, and I don't know who it was, if it was Colbert or one of the late night guys cut together all of his don'ts. He had a message for Iran, and it was just don't, 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 don't. And so he, he's he's staying with that refrain, trying to discourage anybody else from getting involved. The In another note, the State Department yesterday ordered Non-essential U.S. diplomats and their families at the U.S. Embassy in Iraq and the U.S. Consulate in Erbil to leave the country due to heightened tensions. I think if you are, if you're an American and you don't have any reason to be in the Middle East, don't go because that's some of what terrorists want. You're an American? Yeah. Come with us because they think they can exact a a price. CBS had a... um, story last night about a guy who was released as part of that $6 billion that we had frozen of Iran's. When they unfroze that, it released a, a, a gentleman who had just been working in Iran. He was an American citizen and he had been taken. He was uh, held captive for five and a half years. And so he was released in part of that swap. I did also learn in that, I thought it was revealing in case it helps you, 
I also learned that some of the control measures that we had on a $6 billion that was parked in an account that belonged to Iran, but we had it frozen, we turned that loose under the conditions that Iran could buy humanitarian supplies with those dollars, and we were responsible for paying the vendors. So we weren't giving Iran the money, but we were saying, we'll unfreeze this. You can buy what you need for your people, not weapons, not supporting Hamas. Now, the bit of that is a misnomer because it's like any time you have a budgetary concern, you can say, well, these dollars can only be spent on X. Well, that just means you don't have to take dollars from your general fund budget to buy this. Now, if this is being supported, then I can take the dollars freed up in the general budget and then divert them to Hamas or whatever I might want. But for what it's worth, it appears that we tried to put some control measures on that money before just turning it loose and saying, here, do what you want to with us uh, with it. Close to home, some of the biggest headlines from Friday were a major Hardin County manufacturer and employer is closing their factory at the conclusion of 2025. Acabono Break in Elizabethtown announced it's closing its plant at 300 Ring Road. It employs 639 people. It opened in 1987, I believe, as Ambrake. Then... It was a popular employer for Grayson Countyans because of its proximity to even before Ring Road was Ring Road, the Acabono and Ambrake facility was easily accessed via uh, US 62. So it had a, a lot of people, a lot of families were raised through that facility over the last 30 years. They make disc brakes, drum brakes, and high performance brakes. They also have a sister facility in Barron County in Glasgow that employs about 800 people. And uh, as, as of a few years ago, they employed 800 people. So I don't think they're involved in this. I'm not sure what to, I'm not, I'm not sure what to read into this. I'll try not to read too deeply into it. They say the intention of the closure is to optimize the production structure in North America and in, to ensure the Japanese company's stability and business reform. So they'll phase this out in December 2025 as well when it will come to an end. But you've heard me mention it multiple times. I mentioned it with um, with Mike Barbieri last week. Employers in the region have to be concerned long-term about the downstream implications of a big splash like a Blue Oval SK, and it will make it harder to compete in a uh, labor force from a labor force standpoint because you're going to find people migrate to BOSK specific jobs. You're going to find them drift, find their way to adjacent jobs that are supporting that operation. So it's probably going to drive wages. And then anytime you drive wages, you drive your price of production and your cost to customers. And then it might make it harder to compete on the scale that they need to compete. So I don't know that that's part of the calculus, but I do know that it's an ongoing concern for employers in the coming years on some of the unintended consequences for what seems to be a uh, windfall for that area. Speaking of Mike Barbieri and ECTC, the KCTCS system is showing their support for transfer students. Today marks the start of National Transfer Student Week, and officials with KCTCS say they are proud to support thousands of transfer students each year. In the 21-22 school year alone, nearly 14,000 KCTCS students transferred to four-year colleges and universities to continue their education. 
students who enroll at a community and technical college for an associate degree and then transfer to a university for a four-year degree can significantly reduce their total college costs. By the way, that works both ways. You'll find people that go to a university, they'll go through a semester, and they'll go, you know what? Maybe university life isn't for me, but education is important, so I'm going to go back, go closer to home, and I'm going to get my core studies completed, knocked out in a couple of years at a KCTCS facility, and then I'll take another run again at another, you know, at the four-year institution or to some other specialized training, or maybe you want to go to the armed forces. So that uh, that transferability is an ebb and flow. We We historically think of it from a... You go to KCTCS, and then you go to four years, and that's predominantly what happens. Clearly, 14,000 students annually alone, but it does also work in reverse as well for those students that need it. The blue-white game, the U.K. blue-white game, was Saturday night in La Casa Darren Horn. Yeah. Truest, Truest Arena at NKU. I, I didn't watch any of it, but... Nor did I. Uh, up there, I mean, it's a really, really, really nice arena. So. Lady Cougars played in that arena, didn't they? They did. They did. But yes, it is. That. So, yes, you know that it is a very nice it arena. It is nice. It's a perfect size, by the way, for something See, it's like almost that. where I wish that they would have kept the girls' tournament there because it was. The, it's a perfect size for a tournament like that. Mm-hmm. Rupp's too cavernous for that tournament, um, for the girls' tournament. So it, it gives a nice intimacy. It's like Diddle. Diddle ambiance. was a perfect size for, right. for a tournament like that. Uh, apparently, Rob Dillingham scored 40 as UK freshmen enjoyed a big night in the blue-white scrimmage. Can't really tell a whole lot. They, they did they play? Were they even able to play yeah, five, they on five, five, five on five? I knew there was some concern or some question whether they might just play four on four. Adu Thierro got uh, 26 points, just barely missed a double-double. No big Z, though, right? No, no, no he, big Z. And I don't blame. I mean, it, it, this that game, to say it means nothing is the biggest understatement in the world. It was a scrimmage. It's a fundraiser, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, no. it's it's they're just taking it around the state. It wouldn't shock me if next year the blue-white game is... Litchfield? <laughs> it might. It might be. Uh, maybe at Caneville, old Caneville School. The Purple Flash Center. We could house them. <laughs> we even have uh, that one bleacher on the other side of the gym, up uh, against the wall. It'd be a pretty cool place to have it. <laughs> it would be a cool place to have it, without a doubt. Uh, no UK football, no U of L football this weekend. Both of them were idle. Uh, UK uh, WKU played on Tuesday of last week, so and they played Tuesday this pretty week. much idle. Two weeks in a row, they've got those Tuesday games. It makes it hard for the one week. Where well, you've got the really short week, but if you can get on that cycle, it's a little bit easier. It's the well, they didn't play the week prior, so they, they played. They went their, Thursday, yeah. off Tuesday, Tuesday, and now they're off again next weekend and play the next Saturday. Gotcha. So. Georgia has extended its streak of number one rankings in the AP poll to nineteen straight weeks, which is the third best in the history of the rankings. Uh, Alabama back into the top ten after a come from behind win over Tennessee. The Bulldogs got 38 of 63 first-place votes. You think they have that right? You think Georgia's the number one team in the country? They're the best team I've seen yeah. when they're playing their best. But I, it's a it's a crapshoot until Thanksgiving. Exciting weekend in the MLB. The Rangers forced a game seven last night. They uh, had a big slugging performance. Nine to two win over the Astros. Game seven's tonight, right? Mm-hmm. And then the Phillies uh, defeated the Diamondbacks six to one to go up three to two in that series. I guess they're traveling 
They play today or tomorrow? Today. The, so we got the, this we got, afternoon. Yeah. So they play <laughs> the four o'clock game, and then game seven would theoretically be tomorrow if if, if necessary, if needed. The Grayson County Cougar football team went over to Breckenridge County on Friday night, and um, I think answered answered any questions about who they were and how good they are, and basically with one word, but it's a compound word, and that word is scoreboard. Yes. Yes. They, uh, <laughs> yep, they, they pretty much said, keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> they, they, they heard the message, didn't they? They heard the yes. chatter of maybe what uh, the, the – um, the, opposing team, the opposing team thought of their record and maybe their skill, and I did like them posing with the scoreboard. I thought, what a bad move by Brett County to leave the scoreboard on that long. Correct. Typically, get if you get if you get killed fifty three to nothing, and you're the home school, typically that scoreboard is turned off before the officials are off the field. Yes. But not the other night. Which I, fi- I find it interesting too, because at Brett County, the officials, their locker room is the press box. Because, they, you know, you've been in the Breckenridge County press box and there is yeah. locker rooms in there. So it was just very interesting that we were ta- – Kayla and I were talking and then all of a sudden there come the officials mm-hmm. walking, walking by us. Well, you also get to keep track of uh, everyone's bathroom habits as well since you got a restroom right behind you. It, well, it, yeah, it was catty-cornered <laughs> behind us. So, yeah, but, yeah, no, and it's one of the best parts about being at Breckenridge County. Oh, sure, it's very convenient. You don't Ex- have to worry about uh, – you don't have to worry about that. But it was a dominating performance. Yeah, they. it was not close from the – I mean, and it, you, you do have to make sure that you mention that Breckenridge County's quarterback, you know, White Burnett, who's really good, gets hurt on the first drive. And then from that point on, it, it was all Cougars. Uh, they they played really well. I mean, Caden Hanshaw passed the 1,000-yard mark. He had – hey, it was 15 carries for 228 yards and four touchdowns, which is uh, – it's a pretty good day at the office. Sure. Well, and I heard Coach Jones on the fifth quarter show also talking about how they've got some important choices to make this week about what to do, who to rest, how much to rest. You don't want to just – obviously you want to maintain that record because uh, opportunities like this don't come along very often. But you're also playing for something greater than your regular season record. So they've got a tough week of decisions, don't they? They do. I'm not I'm not envious. No, I wouldn't want to be in their shoes. I, I don't know what I would do. I I think I know what I would do, but I, I, I don't – it's not like my opinion matters at all. So – I'm just excited to on Friday, in in the uh, locker room show to ask him the question. They didn't ask. What are you doing? They didn't ask you for a comp to fill out a comment no, card. Not, not yet. He Sam, might, we'd like your input. Uh, on this. Let me. Uh, no, no text messages. No text messages. No. Okay. Well, I was just wondering if uh, maybe he had asked you, but uh, he seemed pretty happy with their performance the other night. And uh, good things continuing to happen. So it's going to be a big night over at uh, in Hancock County on Friday. Going to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on in the note. Today is Canning Day. Really? Yep, honoring the birth of the French chef chemist Nicolas Epere, who came up with the concept of sealing perishable food in jars. He's known as the father of canning. Well, Natalie Tall's taught some classes yeah. on that, I think. She hasn't? has. Uh, great, sh- if you're still canning this late, you've missed the boat. <laughs> or you, you can't be canning. Are, can yeah. you be canning pumpkin? Well, or? I've never heard of anybody canning pumpkin. Okay. Uh, TV talk show host day today. The, and guess, the reason that it is, it is Johnny Carson's birthday. Mm. So they, it's one of the reasons they designated today. Today is Croc Day, part of Croctober. Sam, did your cowboy, your Croc no, cowboy boots come in? Yukon. Yukon was the one that purchased those. And slap your irritating coworker day. There are rules, though. Just be 
be prepared. You can only slap one person per hour, no more. You can slap the same person again if they irritate you again later in the same day. You are allowed to hold someone down as other coworkers take their turn slapping the irritant. No weapons are allowed, so like no hole punch or stapler or anything. What if the people you want to smack don't work in the building? If questioned by a supervisor or police, oh, you have colleagues that work broadly. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. it's like they are they are coworkers, but they aren't necessarily co-located. Uh huh. So you can you they can they can give you a slap IOU. Like I'm going to slap you. I'll need an IOU until I see you. So no, really, it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek holiday. I tell you what, it is a day though. It's a day they're down there trying to figure out how they're going to fit all that hardware in the trophy case from the band contest on Saturday. The marching Cougars went to Tennessee and loaded up, including grand champion. And they got best music. They got best visual. Won the class overall color guard. I think they won. So I I was watching uh, the ceremony and the they needed a wheelbarrow for all the they needed two wheelbarrows for all the hardware that they got so headed to headed to big uh regional about to to competition this saturday luckily their their competition is not too far are, are they in bowling green yeah so they play at i think 11:45 on saturday they'll be at western and luckily if they make it they're back at western later on that evening so Oh, the, both it, the semis and the finals are at Western, but the other classes are at like Warren Central, Warren East, Bowling Green, and so on. Now it's all coming together for me because I was thinking, you know, if they were playing somewhere in the Lexington area, I could go see that and then go to Kroger Field. But the whole reason it's not in Lexington is because the Cats are hosting Tennessee. So they had to find a location. Yeah, maybe Eastern's at home too because I know they've been at Eastern the past couple of weeks or couple of years as well. Possible. Uh, so anyway, uh, congrats to the Marching Cougars and uh, good luck this coming weekend. We'll talk more about and it later on in the week. Do want to mention too, Houston Brooks, region runner-up in cross country. He did? Yes. I didn't see that. Congrats so, to him. Good. Yeah, congratulations to him. This is also the kickoff to Red Ribbon Week. Red Ribbon Week begins today. And one of the biggest ways you celebrate Red, Red Ribbon Week is... You don't go to school today. Exactly. <laughs> it was, uh, there's no school in the Grayson County school system today. But the rest of the week, the Red Ribbon Week theme days, tomorrow is wear red for ready to say no to drugs. Wednesday will be wear tie-dye, uh, peace out to drugs. Thursday will be wear neon clothes and sunglasses, otherwise too bright for drugs. Friday will be your favorite sports team day, team up against drugs. Then Monday will be wear black for blackout drugs. And then, of course, your costumes and Halloween shirts say boo to drugs a week from tomorrow. So you'll be seeing those. Uh, You can use the hashtag uh, GC Red Ribbon Week. Uh, Be kind to your mind. You can use hashtag live drug free. You can do hashtag just say no. And I have it on good authority. We're going to have some representatives of the LPD here on Thursday as part of Uh-oh. Red yeah. Ribbon Week, and Sam may end up in handcuffs. And we want to see photos. I want to see photos of your kids. Send photos to us yeah. as you're celebrating this week. We'll put so them in the gallery. So we can share those as well. So it's Red Ribbon Week. Be prepared to celebrate. You've got the day off today to plan your entire week of costumes, so you have no excuse <laughs> 
uh, come tomorrow when you say, oh, I forgot. Week from tomorrow is Halloween, so you're probably trying to get locked in your Halloween costumes. I did run across the best list for, since, you know, we learned the Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift costumes are all sold out. You'll need some other options. Uh, Barbie and Ken. 80s costume, you can kick it old school and go back to the, you don't have to do the Ryan uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. And it's Ryan Reynolds' birthday, that's why I said that. The Spaghetti and Meatballs costume set, you can do the loofah and soap. You could do Squid Game and Player 456 costume. I don't know what that is. I know what Squid Game is, but I don't know. I don't get the context. Curious George costume. With the man in the yellow hat, I guess. I suppose. I've seen that a lot with like a dad and a and a baby. I've seen do that. Oh, okay. That would make That's sense. Make, make the baby curious, mm-hmm. George, and the dad dresses up as the man cute. in the yellow man in the yellow hat or something or whatever yes, it is. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. Fred and Wilma, Bonnie. <laughs> I could see you, you could pull off Fred. Could you not? I could, but I'd rather be Barney. <laughs> well, then what's Barney's wife? See, that's that's exactly where my mind went, Sam. What's her name? Uh, Betty. What I don't. Which one? Barney and Betty Rubble. Who is the red? Who does the redhead belong to? Fred. Wilma's red redhead. Wilma's redheaded. Yeah. Okay. Right. Fred and Wilma. Barney. Uh, Top Gun flight costume. Done it. We've got it in the in our storage. Yes. I can't wear mine. You can probably wear yours, but I can't wear mine. I sent him the photo. I can't believe yes. he's, I can't believe he's not thrown it up yet. Ooh, probably next week. Probably on Halloween. <laughs> Deer and Hunter costume. Uh, Bob Ross artist costume. How does that work on couples? Does one of you have to be the easel or I the, guess. the, yeah, the painting? Mario and Luigi. You you and Bob Ross have very similar hair, so maybe you could pull it off. I could just put an easel over me, like you know what I mean, like make one out of poster board. Bob Ross and I. Yeah, you guys. I mean, right? Curly. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, I mean, if mine were to grow out, perhaps. But um, I mean, I saw the picture more like a Brillo pad. (laughs) (laughs) Disney's The Incredibles costume T-shirt. I wish I could pull off the actual costume for that mama. Yeah, well, they probably have some help on the uh, junk in the trunk department. Listen. <laughs> um, wine and cheese costume set. Nightmare and nightmare Clown and Creepy Doll. Scooby-Doo, Velma, and Daphne. <laughs> Dalmatian and Firefighter. Well, you all could, could do that with Gertie. I mean, you could be Fred, Daphne, and Gertie. By the way. We had a bit of a eureka on Friday about Gertie that uh, we, when Gertie got groomed for the first time since she's been with us, she has this beautiful calico coat and we, which we were like, whoa, she just, we didn't expect it. So, but we have it on pretty good authority that she is part beagle, Mm -hmm. which makes perfect sense because just like in true Snoopy fashion, she is always sticking her nose straight up in the air. Trying to smell from as far away as she can smell, <laughs> so I'm like, it makes perfect sense. We believe she is a, mm-hmm. she is a beagle mix, beagle terrier mix. She definitely has terrier in her. Mister and Mrs. Potato Head, I'm a married spud. I'm a married spud. I'm a married spud. Rock star and groovy hippies, avocado and toast. Danny and Sandy, Sandy. Toy Story, Jesse and Woody. Bacon and egg, Minnie and Mickey, chips and salsa, 
sneakers. Each oh, of left you and could right. be a, that's, a sneaker, that's actually left and right that's sneaker. Pretty creative. Yeah, that's clever. Right. And then the Egyptian tunic set. The king and queen of Egypt. Have you all ever done Mickey and Minnie? No. no. No, we never did Mickey and Minnie. I don't know. I'm not sure why. I think we like more. We're kind of odd. Some of ours are different. For sure. We've been Corpse Bride and... I'll have mm-hmm. to dig out some of those photos. We were never William and Kate, even though we got married within uh, within the same year. <laughs> what is that? Is that a bird in the studio? Like it is wasp. actually Little, a red wasp. A red wasp the size of a small bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and by the way, that I particularly want him. so that the dogs don't get left out, I do have the top five Halloween costumes for dogs, for your dog. Uh, one of them is a s'mores DIY dog costume. That's pretty easily done. You can do that with a couple of pieces of cardboard. I did see the UPS delivery dog, which is pretty good. I don't know. It shouldn't be too hard. I think you also you can buy it. Uh, there you go. There's that one. So that one should be relatively. Mm-hmm. So it looks like carrying a cardboard package. It looks pretty good. The I saw this one this morning on some reel or some video on Facebook. It's the, uh, where did it go? The Chucky. The Chucky doll. Chucky doll. Is, that what, is that what is that what this is? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so he's carrying a knife. Yeah, because then it looks funny when he's walking around because that knife is being held out by the arm. And then the DC Comics Super Superman Cape Dog. So those are some what's, dog what's Gertie's costume. Well, I tried. I ordered a uh, dinosaur one, but her oh, little, yeah. she can't fit in it. So if anybody wants to buy that, it's yes, available. It's for sale, isn't it? Yes. Uh, speaking of Halloween, I don't know if you all participate in this. I've, I've heard of it. In, in a similar vein to Elf on the Shelf without such dramatic uh, maneuvering, the Switch Witch is a new Halloween trend that has kids trading candy for toys. So the purpose is apparently the kids sacrifice their Halloween candy and give up the sugar and all the other things that are in candy in order to trade them in for toys. I don't know if it's like rubber balls or jacks or how that works. But Do kids still want jacks? No, of course not. <laughs> Just, I'm trying to think of something similar. Like what say, is a, if you gave Alea some jacks right now, she'd probably have no idea what it even was. Well, no, no, she would not. But if you showed her, she might actually be interested. I mean, yeah, she I likes... think you could engage her in that. Mm-hmm. that. And there was something about that that made those entertaining. Because don't you, Especially ba- you if have it's to bounce the ball in the air and however many jacks you pick up. You got to do points. your twos and your yeah, threes right. and you're, you're going to work your way through and, you know, pick them up. Because so I don't know that I've ever actually played the game. Yeah, it's um, it requires it requires some, some skill. skill. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to come up with what I think the financial equivalent to a... Snack size Kit Kat would be. What would be the toy equivalent to that? A bouncy ball. Yeah, I was going to say, or, or one of those worth, pencil erasers, twenty three cents or twenty five cents, or there's got to be little knickknacks or somewhere that you buy. And I discovered this this morning from Nothing Bunt Cakes. They are introducing Buntlet, and it is a full. Oh, Reese's Pieces Bunt Cake. So it is a chocolate bunt cake, and it has Reese's Pieces all over the top, 
but it, the inside of it is also filled with Reese's Pieces. Do you know what this is? What? Cake pinata. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Right. Would you enjoy that? Yes, I would. I you think would just, I would enjoy making you that, You would just actually. bust open that bunt cake. And if you couldn't, I'm sure one Gracie Cook could uh, yeah. 100% I mean, uh, do that. Listen, Reese's Pieces. Thank you, E.T. Thank you, Steven Spielberg, for bringing <laughs> Reese's Pieces to the world. But a cake pinata, I'm here for it. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know.
Today's Did You Know is brought to you by our friends at ECTC's Litchfield Campus. It's real college right here at home, real college for the real world. It's affordable, it's right here in your community, and it's accessible. Uh, the uh, ECTC Litchfield Campus now celebrating 10 years in Litchfield. They are enrolling for classes that begin in January now, so get your advisor, get your financial aid figured out, and get ready for college for the real world, ECTC's Litchfield Campus, where they ask, did you know there are two rivers in Florida? Named Withlacoochee. There are hmm. two different rivers in Florida named Withlacoochee. Is a Native American word. I knew it would make you laugh. Oh <laughs> so not not just one, but two, 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 two rivers. With because Lacoochee. that's great. Mm. I mean, you had uh, Alan Jackson way down yonder mm. on the Chattahoochee. Yeah, and so not to be you outdone, did. Florida's got to make sure they've got their. Uh, Native American word uh, rivers as well. At the weekend box office, Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, retains the top spot. Then so you've got Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, Martin Scorsese, and they crank out a famous Native American story, the Osage Tribe, in what will is probably a brilliant piece of cinema. And they cannot turn away the Swifties. In fact, King Killer of the Fla- Killers of the Flower Moon did $23 million. Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, held on to the top spot at $31 million. The Exorcist was at three, Paw Patrol was at four, and The Nightmare Before Christmas is in uh, theaters now, and it is at five. I, I, do th- I just find it funny you go, The Exorcist, Paw Patrol. Mm, like, just, yeah. <laughs> you could get two more different movies. Well, I... I think that this is an indicator that while I think of Leonardo DiCaprio as a A-list celeb and Robert De Niro is obviously one of the greatest actors, Scorsese one of the greatest directors, producers, etc., but the people who are going willing to go to the theater are not of a demographic that appreciate a the story, the three people I just named, or have the attention span to sit through what will end up being a three-and-a-half-hour experience by the time you get the trailers ahead of the movie itself. I think that's also part of the problem with my age group and older is that no one wants to go commit three and a half hours to a cinema anymore, yes. to the theater, especially if you have to wade through Swifties to get there. Oh, my. Well, you have to get up halfway <laughs> and go to the rest restroom, too, right? Well, and we have said before, there needs to be an intermission if you're going to, I mean. Especially if you're pounding the 44-ounce Diet Coke and the, the large popcorn. and Listen, the DVR was a game changer on the way that we're willing to consume. The moment you could pause live TV, it forever changed the expectation. When I was a kid, we would record things on VCR after I got to be a little bit older. And you could pause that, but it was still a hassle to pause. You just kind of, but before the VCR, if it was on and you missed it, you just missed it. You might hope that there was a rerun, but you just missed it. But now that we can pause everything we do, there was less distractions. So at that point, that's exactly right. But we we will now we now will not. There's something about our psyche that says, "I'm going to go sit down at the movie and I can't pause it." 
You know, there are times that I'll pause whatever we're watching so I can ask a question. Hey, do you think... Or did you see? Did you see? Or <laughs> Because I do despise the... I, you run into those people where you're watching something. You're watching the same thing that they're watching. Oh. <laughs> and they know the exact same amount that you do about the story. And then the person says... What do you think's about to happen? Listen, well, and I tell her, and I hope she's listening out front. <laughs> I tell her all of the time. She's we definitely listening. Are watching the same thing. I do not know what's going to happen either. Hello back there. Did you see that? Yeah. And, and she'll be like, Mama, look. Or, I mean, and I'm like, there we kid, go. I am. There yeah. she is. Yeah, oh, no, no, yeah. And she, she, she moves. She's, yeah, of course. And, oh, 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 she's coming to the, she the window. The oh, window. there she is. But, yes, that's what I tell her. I'm like, I, I'm watching the same thing, baby. It's... Christopher Nolan, by the way, is saying in regard to the Eras Tour movie distribution, he said that Hollywood should be learning an incredible lesson from the savvy that Swift's deal. It, By the way, she struck a deal only with AMC. And they, she can negotiate the prices that the tickets sell for. So she sold them, not coincidentally, for nineteen eighty nine, mm-hmm. famous album. And then her favorite number is well known to be thirteen. So kids' tickets are thirteen thirteen. The adult prices or the uh, not kids' prices are nineteen eighty nine. And so she just bypassed the studios. She went. The, she didn't go to a distributor. Her people went straight to AMC and said, and "Here's my movie." Why do you think? They're running the world right now. Exactly. It's, it's brilliant. And uh, Beyonce is going to do the same thing. Hers is going to be out two weeks before it goes up on Disney+. Plus. So she'll get a little coin out of it, and then the rest of us will get to see it on Disney+, Plus whenever we're ready. Uh, Yellowstone Season 2 is coming to CBS very soon. Apparently, people responded to Season 1. I can't believe there were that many people that hadn't seen it already. I've not um, seen it. I, I, and I haven't seen it on broadcast because I still wonder... How'd they pull that off with all the with all the audio editing that they surely had to do? Britney Spears is deact- has deactivated her Instagram account ahead of her bombshell memoirs release date. So get ready for that. I guess she doesn't want the blowback that she's going to get or that she's expecting to get from that. And then SNL this weekend, Bad Bunny was the host and musical guest. He made his third appearance. The first two times were his musical guest. Had some good cameos. Pedro Pascal came out in the monologue and helped him. Uh, Big Bat Benito Benito. I think that Benito is his name. Uh, He said that Pedro Pascal was his favorite actor. Then during a skit, a sketch about Sister Act 3, Mick Jagger made a cameo, came out and played and, 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 and performed. He hadn't been on SNL since 1986. Lady Gaga introduced Bad Bunny for his second musical performance. So he had kind of a cavalcade of who's who that were uh, making an appearance at 30 Rock last weekend. So he he did okay. It's interesting. He was the one able to pull Mick Jagger back. Yeah. Uh, and I know they're coming out with an album. Aren't, aren't they coming out with an album? Yeah, it, you'll, it'll explain. The Rolling Stones performed in an album release party in New York, and they have a single with Lady Gaga. She was on okay. stage to perform. They were together. That's how they got roped in. They thought, hey, this is good for a little publicity, which they're right. It was. And the some organization listed the top 
it's Billboard's 65th anniversary, and they have released a list of the best pop songs of all time. Billboard magazine says the best, not the biggest selling, not that they say the best. Uh, the Beatles, I Want to Hold Your Hand at 10. California Love at 9. Call Me Maybe, Carly Rae Jepsen at 8. Billie Jean, Michael Jackson at 7. Like a Prayer, Madonna at yes. 6. Kelly Clarkson, Since You've Been Gone at 5. The Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way at 4. The Temptations, My Girl at 3. ABBA, Dancing Queen at 2. That keyboard run. I mean, it's, Those are all singable. They are all singable. Yes. And at number one, 1987's oh. Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody, is, according to Billboard, the best pop song of all time. Hard to disagree. Yeah. Hard to argue. Pretty good. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. What's the most ridiculous thing you ever bought? What's the most ridiculous thing you ever bought? I caught it right in the middle of a drink because I thought you would. You've bought some odd things, haven't you? I had a hard time coming up with this. Because I'm pretty frugal in general, so it's not like I. I recently bought a. And I wish. I haven't tried it yet. I recently bought this. It's singing frogs. <laughs> and yeah. um I, yeah i can't wait to try it but i have a feeling it's gonna be pretty ridiculous but um like, probably gonna love it like one of those fish like on the wall kind of things but yeah. the frogs billy the bass thing they're kind of like yeah they're kind of sitting like on a stage if you will and i don't they may have a musical instrument or two i i, I yeah and they sing i play music you say you're frugal i'm not and so the there is no telling what level of ridiculousness that I have purchased something, but it would be really hard for me to come up with a list and distill it down to the most ridiculous. But I don't know. I think that it's subjective. I think you could look at my list and go, that was ridiculous. And I'd go, well, that's not ridiculous. I mm -hmm. had to buy it because, but if I looked at it long enough, I'd go, yeah, that was pretty ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Does she want to come in? I don't know. Do you, you want to come, come in? in? No, she doesn't. Okay, she's happy to watch. Okay. She seen. She seen. I mean, interested. I can give up my chair. Well, I was going to say, listen, I will. No, I, I will happily. Her, I was going to let her sit up here on the on the counter if mine. she wanted to. She seems overly interested, so I just mm -hmm. want to make sure she didn't have something. I always feel to like share. A, feel like a zoo animal. Yeah. When she's looking yeah. in the window. That's all right. The Voice is on NBC tonight. The Battles Part Two, Major League Baseball. You got the Diamondbacks at the Phillies. Monday Night Football, or the 49ers at the Vikings. You do have Manning cast today, which is good. That's good. Nice for it to be back. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1983, 241 U.S. service members, most of them Marines, were killed in a suicide truck bombing at Beirut International Airport in Lebanon. President Obama, President Obama this day in 2009, declared the swine flu outbreak a national emergency giving his health care chief the power to let hospitals move emergency rooms off-site to spread treatment and protect non-infected patients. Five months later, we had the Heine shots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Heine, it's the Heine for it. The, the Heine shots. 
Some of us called him H1N1. Some of us called him Heine. That was so embarrassing. Dwight Yoga, I did, think did, it's sweet, by did, the way. Did anybody I call him H1N1? so stupid. I think everybody called it him the Heine flu. sweet. I laughed so much. Yeah, yeah. It was embarrassing. <laughs> but it was the way you asked it. It was what's, genuine. What's a Heine shot? What's a Heine shot? We're Al Yankovic <laughs> is 64 today. Ryan Reynolds is 47. Megan McCain is 39. Amelia Clark is 37. Gone but not forgotten. John Heisman, one of the early developers of American football, was born in 1869. Frank Sutton, who played uh, Sergeant Carter on Gomer Pyle, it was 1922, the day he was born. Johnny Carson, 1925. Jim Bunning in 1931. Let's go to Kentucky, chart toppers. Kentucky, sir. Mm-hmm. Former Kentucky, former U.S. Senator from Kentucky. His uh, grandson was Patrick Tolles, former U.K. quarterback. Mm-hmm. Let's go to 19... What year is it we're going to? I put my page down. It's 1964? Sure. Mm-hmm. not like we're doing a live show or anything. Know, it doesn't right? really matter. <laughs> no, I, I see it. You're, you're over there. was the year. It doesn't look like it was fed last night. Mm, mm, it went to sleep over the weekend. It's uh, the Drifters Save the Last oh. Dance for me. Maybe try it again. Then in 1969, I really wanted to get to 1969 because Elvis' Suspicious Minds was number one. Then... Reminiscing, Little River Band was number one in 78. Prince, You Got the Look, was number one in 87. Celine Dion, It's All Coming Back to Me Now, was number one in 96. Kanye, Gold Digger, number one in 05. Hmm. And nine years ago today, Taylor Swift, Shake It Off, was number one. Couldn't go anywhere without hearing that. No, 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 no. And you still can't. I mean, it's good, and that's one of her better ones. Like, did it's... did uh, it find its way to you, the... The handshake between Miss Mahomes and Miss Swift, the touchdown handshake. Have you seen it? I they've got their own thing now. Huh? Yeah, luckily I watched the NFL Red Zone uh-huh. yesterday. So you don't channel have to see that. So literally, it, and for one, it's it's phenomenal being able to if if you are like yesterday since the Bengals were off yesterday, I could didn't have any rooting interest in the games, and it just bounces around, and you don't have to see all of that. But everybody in the North won yesterday, didn't they? Yeah, don't remind me because a couple of them got real lucky. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today, patience is not the ability to wait, but the ability to keep a good attitude while waiting. Patience is not the ability to wait, but the ability to keep a good attitude while waiting. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today, remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beach, for Alea back there, I'm MB and now you're in the know.